fee disclosure. So what is this all about? I get a lot of questions about um, how do you get paid, John? What do we owe you, John? Um, this new law that's going into effect January 1, 2022 about fee disclosure and transparency. What is this all about? So I hope to um, bring a little clarity, at least from my perspective, from an employee benefit advisor perspective on what this means. You see, what's going on right now in the industry is that there's a lot of concern about medical cost inflation. 12% a year on average is the rate increase. Uh, nationally over 20 years. It's, it's, it's crazy, right? And so um, for good measure, people are coming up and try, trying to put transparency on hospital fees and prescription drugs and also brokers or agents have to disclose fees. Now, this has been the norm if you have over 100 enrolled employees on a Form 5500. So that's this is nothing new into the mid to larger to enterprise level companies, you know, all those fees are disclosed. But 98% of businesses have less than 100 employees around the nation. So this is a big chunk. And I'm getting different responses. Let me tell you a story. So we're doing a presentation back in October. The company has just under 100 employees. And they had a really great relationship with their with their broker. 20-year relationship with a big brokerage house. And here we are, a little five-person um, benefit firm, but we do a lot of great work. And, and at the end of the presentation, the owner, the president said, um, what do we, you know, how much, what are our fees or how much extra is this going to cost? Or, okay, you're not telling us the cost. And I, I'm getting that a lot more. They were like, how much is this going to cost us to, for you to do all this? And I hadn't had a chance in that meeting to explain how fees are calculated and how we get paid. They thought they had to pay additional and didn't understand the mechanism. So what we do now is we explain up front being transparent. I've been doing this for about two years and um, initially I was a little nervous because I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know, it's just it's just a little awkward. It's like, okay, before we start, I'm going to tell you about how I get paid. Um, it's, it's not quite that cut, you know, cut and dry, um, but it's just like, how do you bring it up in like a natural way? Um, and then if I bring it up, are they going to be like, oh my God, that's way too much. Are they going to be like, oh my God, that's way too little. Like what do you, and how do you respond? And it was, it, it just, this drama in your head, right? So I was like, you know what? I don't care. The fees are essentially the, the, the commissions are, are pretty standard and easily explained. It's not like I can double the cost of health insurance and take the profit. So there are some limitations. There's some general standards in the industry. So, um, that is, is what's going on. So what we're doing now, and this is something, if you're an advisor, this may be helpful. If you are a, um, employer and you're on the opposite end, I suggest you start asking the question and not worry so much about the answer about what they say, but worry about how they say it. It sounds kind of odd, right? I don't care if they save a dollar or $20 or $50 or 26% or 5%. I would be more interested in how they're saying it, their demeanor, their posture, their attitude, their philosophy, their comfort level. Because I think that says a lot more than the number. And I would also say that if someone is not willing to 
disclose it, even if it's in general terms, that I think is a little bit of a problem. Just in general terms. So they may not have off the uh, top of their head exactly what it is, but generally estimated. So that's just, that's just my advice. So we've been doing that. And I basically start off something like, I say, hey, Mark, I appreciate us talking about this. And I think there's some things we could possibly do to help you. And we're independent. You know, we're not captive. And I want to take just a second and explain to you how we get paid. Because some people know and some people don't. And I just, I'd rather just be up front and tell you that so that you know where I'm coming from. And essentially, on the medical plans, whatever plan you want to go with and whatever carrier, because there may be a couple different ones we look at, I get paid about the same. We get paid a flat rate of about 25 to $30 per employee per month. And it doesn't matter what plan you buy. It's 30 bucks, And it's per employee enrolled, not how many people in the family are enrolled. So if it's a whole family, it's $30. If it's one person, it's $30. And it doesn't matter if it's a platinum plan or a bronze plan. And I kind of like that because I'm not here to just sell you an expensive plan because it doesn't matter to me. I'm here to find the right plan. And sometimes the right plan might be a platinum plan. And sometimes the right plan might be a bronze plan or a combination. And so that's how we get paid. And then on the other benefits, whether it's worksite benefits, typically like accident and disability and cancer and life insurance, um, what I've learned because we're independent is that the, the commissions are about the same. Like there's some nuances, but they're about the same. So it doesn't really matter to me if I place Colonial or Allstate or Transamerica or Aflac or Sun Life or MetLife. You know, you could rattle 20 of them off. It's about the right fit. It's more than just that. It's, and it doesn't really matter because an accident plan, the average monthly premium um, of an employee that buys an accident plan is $26. So whether I get paid... on that or 20% on that, it doesn't, it's, it's pennies, right? It's, it's not a big mover. So it doesn't really matter. So I disclose that, disclose the other ancillaries, you know, it's 10% commission built in, it's 15%, it's 20%, it's 25%, whatever it might be. And there's reasons for that. Maybe there's a lot of servicing, maybe there's technology that's given, maybe there's a lot of benefit counseling, maybe there's other things. So I explain to people those fees and say, look, those are gross revenues that come into my company, my agency. And from that, we pay salary, benefits, overhead, um, supplies, copiers, benefit books, ink for the cartridge, like all that stuff. What's left over is profit, is the net profit. And it's a lot lower number than that first number. So I want to make sure people understand and disclose that. And I do it in a soft way and I do it sometimes quickly. And some people really care. And some I found are pleasantly surprised that we're actually willing to talk about it. And so what I want to talk about with fee disclosure is that it's been going on for the larger companies for a while. But what I think you're going to see is more an upfront disclosure. The 5500 is 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 retro. It's come, it comes in after the fact and there's a lag effect. So you can install a group and they may not get that 5,500 for six months later or, or longer, right? So it's, and, and it shows up in the mail and it, and you know, may not have any context. They're, they're going to show the number, but 
I think you're going to find and something that we're probably going to start doing is be more upfront on the front end. This is what our fee, this is what our fees and commissions are. And from that, we're going to do this, 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 this and this. And I think that's going to be a really refreshing way. I think the industry is interesting on on social. Some people are bashing this, you know, we need to smash down the 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 revenue. People are getting paid too much. It's it's a good thing. It's about time we pull back the curtain. It might be. Yeah, there 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 may be some times that um, advisors are getting paid way too much based on the value. I see it all the time. There may be some times that advisors are getting paid what they should. Um, and keep in mind, it's gross number. So if you see a fifty five hundred with seventy two thousand dollars per year on it, unless that person works from home by themselves and has no overhead and no employees, and basically it's pure profit, that money is gross. And that has to be divvied up. So important for you to understand that just to put it in context. I will say I'm in favor of any kind of disclosure. Like I said, we've been doing it already. And it's kind of refreshing and fun. I kind of like doing it because it throws people off a little bit um, that you're so willing to talk about it. And I, I have nothing to hide. So like, what do, what do you get paid on this? What do you get paid on this? I, I have no problem telling people. Maybe because we provide a lot of extra value. I don't know. Maybe that's probably why. Uh, we provide enrollment platform and benefit counseling and books and new hire support. We do the carrier feeds and terminations, and we do a lot of stuff other than just find the insurance. I will say in closing, there's two sides to this story. It, the, the side you're seeing right now play out is, oh my God, the fees are so high. Let's let's expose them. And, and I think what we have to balance it with is that there's two sides of this, this dilemma. There will be t- times when the fees are not enough. And this happened to me the other week. I had a, a new company that came to us and they had just a very small handful of people that needed health insurance and benefits, two or three people. And after looking at my options, there were essentially two companies we could go with, um, very similar in price across the board, right? They, they were mixed, whether it was bronze, silver, gold, platinum. Mixed pricing, very competitive. So it wasn't like a clear winner. Okay, we need to go with this company because they're so much cheaper, right? This is small group, age banded. It is what it is. And I said, I started off and I said, and I was a little hesitant. And I said, I'm quote, I'm going to show you this particular company, um, call it company A, um, a carrier A, but I'm not going to show you carrier B that's in this market. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason I'm not going to show you Carrier B is because they basically don't pay us to serve, to to, supply, to to service the account. They essentially give us $5 per month per enrolled employee. So you enroll two people. And we do all the support. We're getting paid 10 bucks a month. The other carrier pays about 25 to 30. You know, it was like 27 something. So... We can't, we can't provide the service that you will need, and we know it. Small companies need sometimes more service. We cannot provide the service you're going to need with that carrier. So we're gonna, only going to quote this other one. And it was – I was a little nervous to be honest, and, but it went really well. They're like, I appreciate you telling me. I had no idea. Why would they do that? They started like defending. Why would they only pay you $5? You know, it is what it is. Until you get a little bigger, then it moves up. Um, and what was interesting at the end of the presentation, they said, 
what if we wanted to go to that carrier B? Could we pay you extra to go with that one? And I said, sure, we can certainly talk about that. And that is, I think, what is happening. Willingness to pay for service, pay additional, not strip out the revenue, but pay additional that makes it a win-win scenario. Because if we, if benefit agencies aren't paid enough, we're not going to be able to service the client. Like it's going to fall apart. And that's not what you want when it comes to employee benefits. So I hope this is helpful. And I would love to hear your comments. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just search on Benefit Hackers. And a sneak peek, you can check out our website, millingroup.com. We haven't officially launched it yet, but it is super cool. millingroup.com. We'll talk soon.